Welcome to the Practical Magic Channel. You're listening to Pop Mystic, an exploration into psychology, philosophy, spirituality, and more through the camera lens of pop culture. Hosted by yours truly, Isla. I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded and broadcasted from stolen Indigenous land, the Gadigal land of the Eora people. I would like to pay my respects to the Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded on this land. This always was and always will be Indigenous land. And welcome to another episode of Pop Mystic. This episode is brought to you by the keyword metamorphosis. Now, if you're anything like me, the first time you would have heard this word metamorphosis would have been when you first bought the album, the breakout album of Hilary Duff, Metamorphosis, which came out in 2003. I want you to take a minute and travel back in time to remember where you were in 2003. Did you have an album? My friend and my neighbor, I happened to have a neighbor, a couple of sisters that were half American. So I had friends that were also half white, just as I was, which was really special for me. Um, If you know, you know what it's like to grow up as a racially ambiguous person in a mostly homogenous society like Japan. Hey, we're definitely going to be talking about this in another episode. However, yeah, I had a friend who was half American and she put me on to Lizzie McGuire. And when she told me that that Lizzie McGuire had a new album and I had a computer, so I looked it up and I found out that the actor's name behind Lizzie McGuire, what, what I thought um, her name was Hilary Duff. I thought her name was Hilary Duff. And so I asked my mom, I need to go buy Hilary Duff's new album. And so she took me to a record store in Shibuya and we found it there. And I listened to it over and over, even though I didn't really understand the words. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But I want to circle back to the actual word metamorphosis because you hear that, especially the part meta, in a lot of different places if you are listening to podcasts like this about mysticism and spirituality and mindfulness and personal evolution and development. The word meta, it means beyond, beyond yourself, beyond your perspective. A lot of people will refer to as the observers or the witnesses position, we call that the meta position. We use metaphors, but the word metamorphosis itself is a metaphor. The word can mean two things. The first meaning, according to the dictionary, is that it's the process of transformation from an immature form to an adult form in two or more distinct stages. So from a larvae into metamorphosizing into a winged insect like a butterfly 
which is why the word is strongly associated with the symbolism of butterfly. And whenever you see the queen of swords in the tarot, that is bringing you a message of metamorphosis, your personal metamorphosis. She's sitting on a throne with a butterfly carved into it and she's wearing a crown of butterflies as well. So, you know, another part of that dictionary meaning is the metamorphosis is to change the form or nature of a thing or a person into a completely different one. It's about evolution. It's really funny, actually, the, the example in this Apple dictionary is his metamorphosis from presidential candidate to talk show host. I feel like that really speaks to me because I am definitely living my best talk show radio host dream as I do this podcast. And there was a level of metamorphosis that was required within me to be able to do this and feel comfortable and be able to step in and know what to say and how to say it. I had to really step into that role of editor and producer and director and writer as well as being the talent here and being the sound tech. (laughs) I am so grateful for my weird performing arts upbringing and training because without that, This would have been really difficult. So thank you to the teachers that helped. So metamorphosis means to evolve, to change, to become something beyond yourself, to morph yourself into something beyond yourself. And well, Hilary Duff released this album with a similar intention I believe. Based on my research, she was 15 at the time um, when this was written and produced and released. And look, she didn't write the songs. This was her first album, breakout album. And so she had producers and writers that the record company put forth. And initially, apparently they were trying to style it similarly to Destiny's Child, which was like my other absolute favorite from childhood. I mean, if you're a true Y2K baby, then you thought you were going to become the fourth member of Destiny's Child. Anyway, in an interview with Phase Teen magazine, she said, change is an important and natural thing. It's important because everyone changes as they grow up. With the album, I wanted to let people know that I was maturing. Everyone evolves and changes. Now, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of coaching that was happening around this. But if you think about it, she was 15. She was edging towards the end of the Lizzie McGuire part of her career and moving into becoming either a more serious actor or she could become a musician I must say I didn't really follow her career after that. So I feel like that's where my like Hilary Duff obsession kind of ends. But this album, I want to focus on this album more than anything, was a lot deeper than I thought consciously it would be. Yet there were things, something about this album and 
suddenly these three songs that are my absolute favorite really was empowering to me and I always felt good singing along to it even though I couldn't speak English um, and I didn't have a clue what the words meant let alone how to pronounce some of the words in 2003 I was 20 years ago yeah I was like nine ten years old so this was like a couple of years before I moved to Sydney for the first time to go to high school and I was still very much just like your average well I was definitely not your average Japanese primary school student I was the weird girl but a very bossy some may call me a bullying type of really out there obnoxious very into performing kind of um, young girl and uh yeah I certainly wasn't afraid of embracing the fact that I was half white at the time I think for me it was the point of my identity that people could either use against me because I did live in such a homogenous world around me everybody was pure Japanese and I was like the only half white person in the whole grade basically so yeah so I had to take power in that I really embraced more than anything American culture I didn't really know what Australian culture was I mean there wasn't a lot that I could access from Japan anyway and Japan is a little bit like dare I say, an American colony. So there's a lot. My childhood was quite saturated in American and Hollywood entertainment. And of course, having a neighbor that is half American and her influences would have been from America, of course. So yeah, Hilary Duff and this album, more than Hilary Duff, really, this album was something that was really empowering. And I didn't speak English, like I said, at the time. But when I finally... When I finally actually read the lyrics as an adult, I think I didn't listen to this album for maybe close to a decade after I was a certain age. After I was like 13 or 14, I moved on to like equally cheesy bands like Fall Out Boy and Jonas Brothers as well. Anyway, look, I've always had a soft spot for pop. I can't help it. I was indoctrinated into pop culture what can I say okay, so this album even though I didn't really understand English at the time when I was most listening to it and humming along to it and feeling the most energized and empowered by it I had no clue what some of these songs meant and when I read it in my 20s I was just blown away at how beautiful some of these lyrics were when I read these words I truly believe that my unconscious mind took in some of the words and the messages in a truly unconscious manner because consciously I didn't understand the English language. But, you know, in my DNA, I have English-speaking capacity and understanding. So I must have understood it on a level or perhaps on a frequency level, but that's a really hard one to determine on like a rocky pop album. (laughs) I I don't know, maybe I should have looked up the frequency of the whole album of Hilary Duff. (laughs) The first one, Why Not? And 
my favorite part is of course the chorus it goes why not why not take a crazy chance why not why not do a crazy dance if you lose the moment you might lose a lot so why not why not basically it's like become present if you want to dance do a crazy dance if you want to take a chance on something just do it take a chance if you don't do it now there's no time like the present it's a pretty cute way to to talk about the importance of being present in the moment my other favorite verse is talking about doing things as you're told instead of listening to your heart so that keeps you stuck or keeps you in the state of waiting where you are but you could just you, know, you could just get in the car like as a, as it you can always choose to take a step any step is is a step in the right direction because it, it's always going to end up where you will where you are at the end of the day the present moment you are here now that is what matters and then there's a the song little voice which is about a boy but if you really just take away those parts it's about your intuition they just use the term little voice as the reference to the intuition there's a line there's two lines in the song where it goes she's out of sight but easy to find she's in the front of my mind i mean not necessarily usually intuition is at the back of your mind but yeah she can be at the front of your mind too especially if she's really speaking up or if they're really speaking up but finally my most favorite song on the album is the same name as the album itself metamorphosis i think that i understood the meaning of the song on an unconscious level because i i find that <laughs> and i don't know if it's because i understood it or if just if it's just how the universe speaks to me but whenever i am going through a transformation i tend to see a lot of butterflies and i think of the word metamorphosis and in the last five, six, seven, eight years where I've had access to Spotify, whenever I think about that, I listen to this song, whether it's on a cellular level or on a metaphysical level or just an emotional, energetic level, I do change. And so to me, this song is a lot deeper than we give credit for. And pop music can be such an incredible carrier of deep messages. Conspiracy theories aside, there has been moments where pop music has united people across the globe. And you can talk about how if you travel by certain pop songs and you're at a bar and that song comes on, everybody no matter where they're from, can sing along or hum along and resonate on that same vibration. That's what, that's the power of popular music. Pop music is that it, it creates a, a relatable resonance, a moment of connection between people across the world. And that's the power that is hugely untapped when it comes to mainstream music. And look, I can't go without 
acknowledging that pop music at times is used as the vehicle to disseminate messages of the greater capitalist patriarchal regime or the agenda. There's product placement, there's buzzy words, there are certain types of relationship stories that get told, there are certain types of languaging, there's toxic positivity that's shared through pop music. It is often used to it once again. When it comes to pop culture, it is often used as a vehicle to carry messaging that isn't actually healthy for us as human beings or as just beings of nature you know but there are plenty of artists that do create pop or you might not categorize them as pop but popular music that that carry such deep messages like this one like metamorphosis another person another song that comes to mind is i am every woman by shaka khan obviously that was popularized by whitney houston but if you think about the lyrics of this song, I am every woman, it's all in me. Wow, like what an empowering message for all femmes and all folks that identify as women. Because it is so true. As a woman, you are every woman that has supported you, that has loved you, that has raised you, that has challenged you. You are every single one of those women. And that's such a strong message. There are artists like Erica Badu, who like all of her albums are just dripping in gold and honey of mysticism, spirituality, self-care and collective consciousness. There are artists like uh, Hiatus Coyote out of Melbourne originally, Napalm, her music is full of philosophical and mystical and spiritual thoughts and feelings and experiences. There, there are artists out there that are actively, actively using popular music or pop music as a carrier for messages that, are, that have the intention of the collective evolution. And... To me, that kind of brings me back to this concept of metamorphosis because for us all as a collective consciousness to morph into something beyond what we have been, remembering that meta means beyond what is. For us all to get beyond ourselves, get beyond the current state of the world, we, we must change, we must evolve. One of my most favorite gurus or masters that have now ascended now, Ram Das. If you've read his book, Be Here Now, you might remember there are a few different butterfly symbolism and messages that are in that book, but there is this one section that talks about metamorphosis. And in these pages, he says, it's a little more like an image of a caterpillar enclosing itself in a cocoon in order to go through the metamorphosis to emerge as a butterfly. The caterpillar doesn't say, well, now I'm going to climb into the cocoon and come out a butterfly. It's just an inevitable process. It's inevitable. It's just happening. 
It's got to happen that way. So that's how Ramdas describes metamorphosis. It's something that just has to happen. It has to happen in that series of actions, these unconscious actions from being a larvae to cocooning, knowing the divine timing to cocoon. You just do that intuitively. And when you are ready and only when you are truly ready, you leave that cocoon and spread your wings and fly away. And as an individual, we go through this over and over and over. We get to rebirth ourselves over and over, should you choose to. And on a collective consciousness level, every time we do that, we are evolving a part of the collective consciousness. By that theory, I am tempted to say, well, wouldn't that mean that the more of us consciously evolve, the more of us that consciously learn to become better, to live more in harmony with the planet, to contribute to the community, to create more consciously, wouldn't that mean that the bigger bulk of the collective consciousness changes or metamorphs? I want you to think about it in this way. Whenever we create a change or morph, metamorph into something else, when we learn, when we evolve in some way, imagine that's like singing a song. Every time we do that, we're singing a song out into the universe, the cosmos. And the more of us that do that, even if it's not for the same exact change, it can be all different sorts of changes, all different sorts of personal evolution and revolutions. And even if that happens at staggered timing, even if person A starts and then halfway through person B starts and by the time person A ends, there's person C and D that's singing, even with the fade-ins and fade-outs of different people, in different cycles of change, you know, there are going to be multiple voices singing the song of change. And what happens when there are more voices? It gets louder. The sound gets thicker. The energy gets becomes more solid. And that's exactly what vibration and frequency when, you know, us spiritual hippie people talk about vibration and frequency, that's what it means. So the more of us choose to change, choose to do these things, to evolve, even on an individual level, the more of us doing that creates a louder song, a stronger resonance, a stronger vibration of change. And vibration can change matter. This is a scientific fact. So the more of us that are becoming more conscious in our metamorphosis, in our evolution, our personal revolution, the more of us that are conscious in doing that cannot help but change the matter, the rest of us, change the matter that is, that's our bodies. It's hard not to change other people because we're doing it, we're singing the song. And also like, the song of change is a fun song to sing. Who doesn't want to come along and join the choir of collective consciousness upgrades, right? <laughs>
I know I just got on a bit of a tangent, but that's what I mean. That's what pop culture can do. It can inspire us. Pop music can inspire us to change, to evolve and to sing this song, this metaphorical song and join the choir and help change the vibration of the whole world simply, simply by becoming conscious in your own evolution, in your own metamorphosis, which is so powerful, right? And that reminds me of a quote by Anae Nin, which is, she's one of my most favorite writers, but the quote, I think it goes like, the day comes when the risk of staying a bud, like a flower bud, I think it's like remaining tight in a bud, becomes more painful than the risk of blooming as a flower. And that is that then brings me back to the Ram Das quote. You have to start as a caterpillar, but then you must cocoon before you must go through metamorphosis and emerge as a butterfly. A caterpillar at a certain point, it becomes more risky for the caterpillar to remain a caterpillar than to become a cocoon. Because if it doesn't become a cocoon, the caterpillar is on its way to destruction. There's no further evolution. So all it can do is die. But when it becomes a cocoon, it opens itself up to greater potential of becoming more and then they go through metamorphosis and emerge as that butterfly because if the cocoon doesn't become a butterfly once again it can only remain as that and they die as a cocoon but if they become a butterfly then they can go out fly mate you know help with the flowers and the ecosystem and create more life, more butterfly lives to live on and to carry on and to continue the cycle of life. So for humans, it's the same thing. We may not go through these physical transformations like going from a caterpillar to a cocoon to a butterfly, but we certainly do have different cycles and different phases in life. And yeah, let's acknowledge that quite a few or maybe one of those phases might be deeply influential in a traumatic way that might tell you that it is scary to change it is scary to evolve it is scary to get outside of whatever cocoon that you then built for yourself for safety but if that's the case then it's a matter of imagination it's a matter of wondering would you like to change would you like to become a butterfly or would you like to stay the same in the safety of the cocoon knowing that you are not going to go anywhere else but this cocoon and we all do that in so many different levels we stay in our comfort zone our, our safe little cocoon in different ways And it's not until something extreme happens or it's an eclipse and everything is gone topsy-turvy. You have to metamorphosis. You have to go through metamorphosis. You have to rebirth. But if there was any message that my subconscious or my unconscious took on and really ran with through the song Metamorphosis by Hilary Duff, 
is that every day is a transformation. Every day is a new sensation. It's about alteration, modification, and incarnating into a version of you that you can celebrate and be something new. Be the butterfly. And then be something else if you want. But choose what do you want to be. And check in with yourself where you're at. Are you fully cocooned? Do you know how long you're going to cocoon for? Or have you been in this cocoon and you don't know which way is out? And is it time for you to imagine what kind of butterfly you want to be? And I'm going to leave this episode right there. And I'll catch you right here next episode. Thanks for listening.